and Jerry on Radio Hernaki. The ultimate morning cocktail. Hold the tail. Get on board with other great New Zealanders. It's Matt and Jerry. Good morning. Welcome along to the Matt and Jerry Show. It's Monday the 27th of March 2023. You're looking pretty tan, Jerry. Where were you? I was just going to say the same thing about you, actually. I was on the East Stand uh, at Eden Park. Boy, that is a, that's a nuclear stand. You've just whoa. got that sun over the West Stand all day, just absolutely destroying you. <laughs> Can't see any cricket. It's a good time, though. No, especially when the sun comes down. Yeah. Because it sets straight over the West Stand, doesn't it? So, yeah, basically, it is really, it's, it's like headlights. I want to talk about something, a phenomenon called the East Stand flinch. Because there was a lot of people taking huge, attempting huge pull shots, but not getting anywhere near the ball. But you don't know that in the East End. You just see the bat flashing. You're right. So everyone's like, just in case it's, it's going to smash into the stands. It's dangerous. The East Stand flinch. Yes, I was down on the weekend, uh, down the South Island over the weekend. And I knew Tauranga Waiwai, actually, in central Otago. Oh, beautiful. It's the best part of the world. It is the best part of the world. But something happened, and uh, I'll talk about it a little later on. But let's just say it's been known as the shocker in Wanaka. Oh, my God. <laughs> Will it erase the shocker in Rewaka? Uh, well, potentially. It's right up there. So you had a shocker in Wanaka? I had a shop shocker in Wanaka. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm looking forward to telling <laughs> oh, you about I that. I can't wait to hear about that. I need to get it off my chest at some stage, just to try and purge it out of my life. Jesus. What did you do to Wanaka? Oh, I did a number of things to it. Oh. You probably hear it in my voice. The Hodaki Breakfast. Podcast. It's a huge weekend of sport over the weekend. Yeah, the ACC covered it all. Fantastic. Um, I was long at Eden Park, of course, to see the New Zealanders absolutely pull the Sri Lankans' pants down and give them a little slap around the bum with a B team, a New Zealand B team. Yeah, 274 and then all out after 49.3 overs and then 76 Sri Lanka. That is a spanking. Yeah, they had nothing. They had absolutely nothing. Uh, a lot of people wondering if 276 was going to be enough, and it was too much. We actually wasted a lot of time yeah. with a lot of those. We could have had a lot less runs. We wasted 198 runs there. Yeah. Hey, would it kill people to go to a game of cricket? Like, Would it actually kill people to get off their asses and go along to a game of cricket How on a beautiful day? There? It was sparse. Right. It was a sparse crowd. It was a f- good crowd. It was a fun crowd. But what else are you doing? There's a game of cricket at Eden Park. Just get off your ass and go along. It's a good time. And then was there a game of rugby on the Sunday? Yeah, and they the turnaround was phenomenal. That was the Blues versus the Western Weakness. And that was, you couldn't tell the game of cricket had been in there. Right. Yeah. They put up the post as soon as the game was over. They would have been so stoked with Sri Lanka capitulating like that in terms of yeah. being able to get the posts up and turn it into a cricket ground. Totally. So into a rugby ground. whether they have to cut the grass a little bit higher as a result of that. So maybe you don't get as much value for shots. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, well, I found out this thing, you know, that they brush the grass one way and brush it the other way for the signs. Yes. So, you know, the stuff on the ground you get, and, the, and the markings. Yeah. You can just brush the grass one way. How about the end of the league? Listen to Di Henwood. Jazz to Bunga. He takes it. There's 14 seconds on the clock. We're on the third tackle. He gets up. The excitement when nothing's happening as a Warriors fan is amazing. The Warriors take out the third win of the season, beating the Bulldogs at their home, the spiritual home of rugby league in New Zealand, <laughs> Mount Smart Stadium. 16-14. Oh, there's such great coverage. Diane, he's the he's, best he's league commentator in the history. Ray Warren. <laughs> Di Henwood's where it's at. Di Henwood is amazing. So, yeah, two points there, 16-14. Across the rest of the Super Rugby, the New Zealand teams... Did won well. everything. Yeah. It did well. 
what the Hurricanes did to Moana Pacifica was a, it was mean, it was cruel. The Crusaders are back, 35-17 over the Brumbies. Chiefs continue to dominate, 24-14 over the Waratahs. Honoured has spanked our beloved Drua. That we played volleyball against that time. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk about a gagushka later on the show, Jerry. Do you want to hear about a gagushka? Always like hearing about a gagushka. The Hodaki Breakfast Podcast. So when we were commentating the Blues versus the Force yesterday afternoon, afternoon, Sunday afternoon rugby is the best thing in the world when it's sunny and so so great. I love afternoon rugby. But you know how Justin Marshall, he's copyrighted Boomfa. And there's going to be a Boomfa beer being released. So you can't say Boomfa on coverage anymore. I shouldn't even be saying it now. You can't say Boomfa. He's trademarked the saying Boomfa. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Well, that, nobody's going to be saying that. It's <laughs> too confusing. But I noticed I was saying Boomfa a lot. <laughs> this is good. We were playing this on the commentary today because it's the Western Force. They've been in the tournament a very long time. <laughs> you finally arrived at this game. <laughs> yeah. They didn't turn up with much force to be honest, especially in the scrum. <laughs> Anyway, so we were looking for a new term to say when there's a big hit. And we, I think we got it. Gagushka. 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 Like it's a perennium rattling hit. Because it's one thing to rattle someone's bones, but if you actually rattle someone's goosh, you well, really hit them. How loose is your goosh for it to be rattled? Well, yeah, well... I mean, do you, is that where you feel it normally, in the goosh? <laughs> well, no, you don't. That's what I mean. It has to be pretty fun. <laughs> so what do you reckon about that? So you, it's a, it's got to be a knock a, a guy on his back kind of situation. You know, when, I don't know, an, an outside back peels off a scrum and, and gets sort of isolated and gets knocked on, on his back. You know, one of those kind of situations. The kind of stuff Jerry Collins used to do to people when Sonny Bill Williams used to do a... a, a, a a good gagushka as well. Didn't Jerry Collins just used to pull out his downstairs and urinate? He did that a bit as well. He did that a bit as well. That wasn't a gagushka. That was a different thing altogether. So what are you saying? Gagushka is when someone smashes someone to the ground and pulls out their number two and then number one's on there after they've tackled them. Well, you don't know what they're going to do after the gagushka. So it still stands. If someone wants to do that after a gagushka, then they can. But it still stands as a gagushka. And does it go gagushka or does it go... I think, gagushka. I think it'll evolve into that. I think eventually we'll be going gagagagagagushka. <laughs> Feels good to say, but the problem is you can't push a gagushka because once we named it, we saw a bumpa, and then we the rest of the game you're just hanging out for a gagushka, and you get completely focused. You lose focus on the game. You're yeah. just looking for a gagushka. You don't care if it's your own team. You don't care if the Blues get gagushka. Yeah, you just want to see a gagushka. The other thing is, if you start calling things a gagushka that are not quite a gagushka, <laughs> I know they're looking so badly for a gagushka, that's then what it loses happened. its currency. That's what happened. It was just sort of a, a slight sort of kooza from behind, and I'll be calling it a gagushka. <laughs> <laughs> you end up gagushking your own commentary if you're not careful. A gagushka, gagagagagagushka. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. The Holdaki Breakfast Podcast. The wonderful world. Of THC ice cream. Yes, New Hampshire police are investigating how several people became sick after eating ice cream from Angelo's Amore shop at Roots Local Cafe <laughs> in Catering. Roots Local Cafe. Several patrons uh, checked themselves into local hospitals after consuming some ice cream because they reported symptoms of severe <laughs> dizziness, weakness, and exceptionally high heart rates. Hmm. hmm. What are those normally the symptoms of? <laughs> 
Police said uh, some of the victims tested positive for tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the primary component of marijuana that can lead to impairment and other symptoms. THC. THC, yeah. So everyone has since recovered, of course, and uh, yeah. I'm all for THC ice cream. Gummy beers, however you want them, consume it, joint, whatever you want, bucky bongs, sea bongs, you go for your life. <laughs> but you got to inform people that they're involved in the situation. You can't be going just handing someone um, some gummies and, and not telling them that they're THC gummies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mean, or an ice cream and not mentioning that it's got uh, tetrahydrocannabinoids in it. My feeling, though, if you ran an ice cream that was called bucky bong, <laughs> and if you have ever drunk the water from a bucky bong, yeah, can I have drunk the water from a bucky bong inadvertently at times in my life? Disgusting. It is the most disgusting. Eau bong water. Yeah. If ever you've accidentally... Have you ever spilled it on the spilled carpet? Spilled it on your couch or oh, your carpet? God, You'll never get it out. No, you won't. I think every student flat in New Zealand smells of bong water. That's the, <laughs> oh, there that's is that the smell. predominant smell. Yeah. Bong water. But, you know, if also, equally, if I'm going to a place called Roots Local Cafe, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be expecting some nefarious activity. You don't, you, we know what you're up to calling it Roots Cafe. We know exactly what you're up to. Yeah, but apparently Roots Cafe no longer uh, gets the ice cream from Angelo's Amores. Oh, so it was Angelo Amores that made the problem. Yeah. They did it. So and Roots didn't order the THC. No. But Angelo Amores do too. They accidentally got the wrong. Oh, okay. So it's not on Roots? No, it's not. Not on Roots. Okay. Poor old Roots. Don't blame Roots. Poor old Roots. Sorry, Roots. Don't blame the messenger. It's Angelo's Amores. Breakfast Podcast. I woke up on Saturday night to a fracas out on the street. It was so loud and scary. People abusing each other and about to throw down. A fracas. Yeah, a fracas. Is it a silent east on fracas? It's a fracas. Yeah. And it was sounded quite, it sounded really scary actually. Like there was some real serious stuff going down on the street. Two, two guys abusing hell each other, threatening, you know. And that way, I'm going to F you up, man. You better, like, just, like, that full-on, you know, that that language of a fight. Yeah. And in that situation, you've got two two options. A, turn the music up or the TV up and ignore it and leave it as it is. You've got three options. Um, The second one is to go out and see what you can do. The third option is to, I guess you could call the authorities. Yep. I chose to turn the TV up and ignore it for a little bit, but then it was louder than that. I would expect that is exactly what you'd do. That would be the cowardly response. So then, but it just kept going, and I was wondering when they. It's interesting actually because they were threatening to throw down against each other for a long time without any throwing down. Anyway, finally, I thought I'd better go out and check this out just in case someone's getting hurt or whatever. So I, I, I went out in the street and had a look. And the people that were making this fracas, this loud, scary, sounded like the two toughest people you've ever heard speak in your life, the way they were talking. I go out there, and you could not have seen two smaller, skinnier, (laughs) less threatening dudes in their life. I just came out and went, go home. As soon as I saw them, I was sort of peeking around the corner to see who they were. (laughs) And then as soon as I saw them, I said, get out of here, go home. We're trying to watch Rocky Five in here. Get out of here. Get out of here. How old are we talking? I would say early 20s. Oh, yeah. Okay. But so skinny and in singlets. Both of them were in singies. 
They'd been to the cricket. They'd obviously had in singies. And I was like, is this the least? Like, I could have sent my 13-year-old son Barry out to sort it out. I could have sent my tiny little dog Colin out to sort the situation out. I could have sent my rabbit Harry out to sort the situation out. Harry wouldn't have been able to sort out the situation. And I was thinking, two things I was thinking was, these guys have found the only two people that could fight each other. Like, if you're you're that little and scrawny, they're just lucky that they found... Someone to go up against that was their size. Do you reckon they were friends? They, oh, they didn't seem to be. Okay. They didn't. Well, they weren't. Any maybe, idea maybe, they- maybe they could have been friends. I don't know. Maybe they knew each other and, and they'd, they'd come together in the very small, skinny person community. Right. <laughs> the fighty, skinny, tiny little guy and singlet community. There's a, there's a few of them out there. Yeah. Any idea why they've chosen outside of your house to have this for a car? <laughs> I don't think it was a location that had been decided on. I think that was just where, where oh, okay. it went down. I think they were probably leaving a bar around there. And okay. there's an, you know, like, I'll meet you outside Matt Heath's house. <laughs> <laughs> Scrap Matt Heath's house after yeah. school type situation. Yeah, yeah. so it is an interesting one, that, isn't it? Because, look, look I'm, not a, I'm not a hugely tall man. I'm, I'm, I've got a rocking bod. I've got a great bod. And I don't think anyone would really want to fight me because they just the sheer sort of power, you know, they've got a great, great abs and chest and, really? you know, got a pretty good yeah. bod. But as a small guy, you don't really go through life picking a lot of fights. It's, you know, like Chris Rock's a classic guy. He's got so many hidings when he was a kid that he became funny because he's so small. And, you know, but it is interesting, hey, like, so do small guys only fight small guys? Is that Uh, how it works? Well, I don't think you'd want to pick on a big guy. But uh, I mean, you you wouldn't be described as small. 179, how tall are you? 179 and a half, mate. You've got a small, you've got a short vibe. You've yeah. got a short vibe, but you're not as short probably as you feel like you should be. Oh, you're actually just... a bit taller than what you, yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting because I looked, I've just changed um, management and my, I was looking at the website of my previous management and they put me at 172. <laughs> and, and, and they were trying to copy that and paste that over to my new management. I'm, I'm 179 and a half. So they've just looked at me and said, you're a 172. Can I ask you're you a 172 question? vibe? Why have they even got your height on your, you're doing voice work. Why are they, why are they getting your height in there? What? It's not a voice agent, you muppet. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a. Okay, oh, do you, do you want you? me to read? What are you? The hell? Oh what my are you? God, that's more insulting than the height. All you're doing is voice work. I'm doing a lot of humanitarian work. So 172 centimetres is five foot six. Yeah, I suppose that is about your vibe. You are about a five. I would say five seven. I, he's got it's a five vibe. Seven, yeah, you've got a five seven vibe. So I'm pretty much 5'11 and I'm giving a five seven vibe. Yep. That's just the way it is. Some people, okay, both some you people guys are shorter fight outside and they my seem house. taller, you know. Okay. Like Mash, oftentimes, Mash is 6'2", six 6'3". Six He's got a 6'4", six 6'4 four, six, six four sort of a vibe, you know. I'm 6'3". I feel like I've got a 6'3"-ish sort of a vibe. But you've definitely got a 5'7". I would say 5'7". Even maybe 5'8", if you're lucky. Scrap. With a pair of heels. Scrap. You two. V me. Out the front of my house. Saturday night. 11.45. I want to see you there. You know people that have got a little bit of a shorter vibe than what they actually are. They're out there. I think I've got a taller vibe than I am. I think I I think I think read 6.1. And that's why you've got a shorter vibe, you see, because you <laughs> think you've got a taller vibe. <laughs> the Hodaki Breakfast Podcast. This won't affect you, Jerry, uh, due to your eliteness, but Mashy, <laughs> Mashy was just talking in the break. He's tried to go to the supermarket in, in the weekend and came out basically crying at the price of everything. Yeah, I usually do my sh- supermarket shopping online to keep things streamlined and then I'll go and pick it up from Countdown Greenlane. Oh, you click and collect. Uh, yeah, and it's an extra fee. 
That is a few dollars, but that's fine. I don't. Well, some poor sod has to go and walk around with a trolley and get your stuff for you. Well, that's right. And usually they get it wrong. But I'm not going to get into that nitty gritty side of things. Anyway, I went into the supermarket for the first time in a while yesterday to do my shop for the next two weeks. And holy smokes. I don't know what's happened in the last year. I mean, people have been talking about it, but I've been just ignoring it. Sorry, but what happened in the last year and a half to our supermarket prices? It is actually ridiculous. It's yep. called inflation. It's called a cost of living crisis. Yeah, but what are you buying? Are you buying a lot of luxury items there, Mashy? Well, not really. I mean, the, as luxury as it gets for me is maybe an avocado. That's pretty elitist. Is that elitist, is it? Because, I mean, it's not cheap. If you just buy, like, rice... You yes. just get some rice, yes, and some like tinned like tuna or something. Yeah, then you're not spending a lot. Maybe it's luxury items. Are you buying? I don't know luxury items like a block of cheese. Yeah, I would buy a block of cheese. Yesterday, I even bought some feta. See, or the feta. Oh, oh get out, feta. you pervert! I mean, you hold on for a second, Mashy. Couple of couple of quick points. Yuck, feta. I need to pull you up on a couple of things here. Yeah. Firstly, why the hell are you getting other people to do your shopping for you? Well, what You're do you 22. Mean? Why can't you walk around the supermarket by yourself? Time is money, mate. In but a day, a minute spent not working is a minute wasted. You're you just at the, home on the fucking bananas. On the I thought you'd be down there with the bananas sticking right up, walking around the aisles, <laughs> hanging out in the meat section. I mean, because the other thing is, if you don't walk around the supermarket, you don't ever see things that you could buy at some stage. You can't compare prices. You can. I mean, that's, that's if when you're at a supermarket, you can look at different prices and you can buy on special and you can do all sorts of things. It's a good way to save money. It's also Lent. So you should be giving stuff up. What do you like? What, what's the favourite thing you buy at the supermarket? Mashy. It's Lent at the moment. Give it uh, up. Favourite thing I buy once every week would be a licorice chocolate log. Give that up. That's where you. That's why it's blowing uh, out what? because you're being, too, you're being too extravagant. You're getting other people to walk around like slaves to get your shopping and then you're buying licorice. That's why it's blowing out, mate. Am I Cut the only back. one? I can't be the only one feeling this. Even my, I felt like even my beef mints was expensive yesterday. Have you tried gruel? What's gruel? Gruel. Gruel is poor person's food. You need to be leaning into gruel. It's what they used to eat in France before the French Revolution when the guillotining happened. Look, it, it felt like the French Revolution yesterday in Countdown Greenland. That's all I'll say. I don't want to compare apple and oranges here, but it felt like that. Well, I'm just looking at a cheese graph here. In 2012, $8. 45 for a block of kg block of cheese mm-hmm. currently running $14.44 that's 10 years six bucks it's just gone up in the last wee while you can actually pay up to 18 at certain times can't you depending whether it's tasty or not so all you need for gruel <laughs> if you move to a gruel diet mashy and i suggest you do it's a watery porridge consisting of oatmeal treacle water and salt so all you need is Jesus. Just all you need is oatmeal, a lot of water. You get oh, yeah. that out of the tap. Yep, treacle, and Find then you that. salt that. And it's then if you if you're just eating, if you're just on the grill, mate, you won't be spending a lot at the super. Right. Okay. So this is fantastic. Some food shopping advice here from two relatively you know well off well off men. Jerry, how's Faro going for you? Is that treating you all right at the moment? The Faro prices are okay. I haven't noticed any change. <laughs> <laughs> There's not. You are immune to the cost of living crisis. That's not true. Ah. Uh, uh, but have you asked any of your staff what they think about how much they're spending for you at the supermarket? I haven't done the shopping for a while. <laughs> Put it that way. Apparently, tin tuna has gone up in price. So don't use it. Yeah, I think because someone, someone's saying, because I was just saying rice and tuna is a good way for a poor person like you to live, Mashy. Right. Turns out it's not cheap, so just gruel. I mean, good thing about gruel is it's easy to dish out and slop on. You just yeah. Put it, pat out a bowl, slop it on. 
This is true, actually. I have noticed this, that the price of extra small prophylactics have gone up. The Hodaki Breakfast Podcast. It's a great pleasure. Welcome to the Matt and Jerry Show. ACC head G-Lane after a massive weekend of sport. Oh, yeah, I'm still wiping it off my face. Uh, there was so much sport on. Uh, I mean, look, and sport, there was great sport. There was terrible sport. Um, the one day, the first one day against Sri Lanka on Saturday at Eden Park, it was all set for a wonderful occasion, beautiful sunshine back at Eden Park. But Sri Lanka absolutely excremented the bed in a spectacular fashion. Uh, at the end of that match, being all out in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an interesting uh, interesting game, but uh, for me, there was a couple of debutants for the Black Caps. Um, Chad Bowles and Ravishing Rick Vavindra uh, made their debuts. And um, look, uh, you know, our commentary mentor, uh, Mark Richardson, made a, a pretty bold claim about these two debutants. Um, it's not really handing over the guard, is it? It's, it's two of the young guns. <laughs> Special moment, though. Um, now, look, it's um, late. It's late because it, it, it's, um, an obvious, it's an obvious see you next Tuesday. Now, hang on a minute. The ACC takes a lot of heat for our lewd coverage of sport. Totally. But that is the, that's, the main, that's the main coverage. Yeah. I mean, look, admittedly, he was supposed to say young guns. Okay. Oh, okay. But what came out clearly, loud and clear... Uh, came out a couple of young see you next Tuesdays. Okay, so look, it's can, can, we, can we listen to it again, please, Mashy? Because there's a huge gap afterwards where I think he realises what he's done, and then no one comes to his aid. None of the other commentators come to his aid. It's not really handing over the guard, is it? It's, it's two of the young guns. <laughs> Special moment, though. There's no doubt about it. Mm. He said the CU in. There's yeah, no, he, did. he did. There's no doubt and about bless, that. And bless, it's not his fault. It's just some noises. Sometimes, God, I know it. The wrong <laughs> sounds come out of your mouth. Oh, and and it's it. not on, that's not on him. You've done it. I've yeah, done terrible. It. I've done it. Simon Dello's done it. It's an easy mistake to make. Hey, but if I'd done it, we would have been shut down. Yeah, that's true. But you yeah. would have done it. But you've got a, you've got a, also a terrible history of other crimes yeah. that you've committed okay. as well. So it's a sort of a three strikes law, and you're on about one hundred and fifty thousand strikes. <laughs> hey, um, super super rugby in the weekend. Not a vintage weekend of super rugby, I must admit. A uh, good weekend for the New Zealand teams, but some pretty scrappy, sloppy old games going on. Um, but good news is we have reinvented. Um, uh, instead of a bumfire, we've reinvented it. We've reinvented a new word just to try and get away from uh, Justin Marshall. He's obviously copyrighted bumfire. Uh, so every time we use it, we have to pay. So we're going for a new one, and it's called a gagoosh. A gagoosh. Ah, so that's when just a big thumping tackle that knocks someone on their back. Yeah, and it rattles you straight to your perineum because okay. that's what the, yeah. the nickname a nickname for your perineum is, is your goosh. So yeah. it's a gagoosh. I mean, when was the last time <laughs> your when was the last time your perineum was rattled? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I understand well, you're your asking the wrong person. Rattled, your body gets rattled, but yeah, it goes all the way to your perineum. That's a different thing that you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that's that's no, why no, it's no. a gagoosh. Yeah, it's a bone rattler. It's a perineum <laughs> rattler. Gagoosh. Yeah, bone rattler. Yeah, get that. Get that. Totally get that. The perineum rattler. Well, oh, yeah, man. it's a different kind of tackle. Like, it's a new modern game, Jeremy. I don't know if you've watched it recently. There's some big units out there. There's some gagooshes! Yeah, the only problem is, and this is, um, G-Lane scolded me a lot, once you've got a name for something, you can't force it because I really wanted a gagoosh, and then there was a few oh. coozers from behind that I was trying to call gagooshes. Yeah, you can't call a coozer because a coozer is a behind the tackle, and a gagoosh is a frame-time perineum rattler. Um, 
and you, you, you can't be having a Kuza because the Kuzas are just, it's a base seat. Kuzas are a defensive, whereas a Gagush is an attacking perennium rattler. Yeah. Uh, you were just begging for them in that Blues game yesterday, Blues fourth. And it showed in the game as well. None of the players wanted to do it. No one of the players wanted to score tries or do a Gagush or even, even do a Kuza. Classic uh, Western weakness, not doing a Gagush at any point in the game. <laughs> G Lane, any sport coming up this week? Uh, a little bit of sport, a little bit of sport. Hey, we're getting into F1. I binge-watched uh, uh, Drive to Survive in the weekend, um, and I'm up to date with all Formula One now for the whole history of Formula One. But this weekend, we're hosting uh, a watch party at the Sweatshop Brew Kitchen. It's the Melbourne Grand Prix on Sunday. Make sure you book a table. We've got the Red Bull simulator there, F1 simulator, so you can smash a few beers and see how you go behind an F1 car after a couple. Uh, and you can win some prizes. you just got to make sure you book a table, text F1, to 3483 to book it and join us on Sunday for the F1. Thank you so much, ACC head G-Lane. Gagoosh! Gagoosh! Oh, God. I can see this is going to be a problem. Akuza! The Hauraki Breakfast Podcast. That is fake no more. What is it about the South Island? I mean, you had that shocker in Rewalker mm-hmm. 20 years ago when you were touring with Deja Voodoo. That we still not- don't know exactly what happened. All we know that there was a backpacker, a ditch, and a police inquiry. Yeah, I had a shocker in yeah, Panaka over the weekend. Yeah, okay. My shocker was uh, a little less police involvement in mine, and there was no backpacker. But it was a rolling assortment of things that occurred over the space of three hours that I thought, this is, you know when you go, this is not my day? Were you inebriated? No, I wasn't. Okay, I wasn't. But let's just say there had been some there shocker. had been some partying because I was at a wedding. I was down in, in the South Island at a wedding. My friend Campbell and Emily got married. Beautiful wedding, stunning. And uh, and then we had a bit of a party on the Friday night. Da 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 da. Then on the Sunday, beautiful day. Stayed at my friends. Came to leave, and so we went from Wanaka over to Queenstown. We went to drive over. That was all good. Packed up the car. I decided to really lean into the packing and and really got stuck in, helped out with a lot of things. But unfortunately, I packed one thing that I probably shouldn't have. Oh, not the dehumanizing face sock. No, I didn't pack that. De- didn't take that with me. I packed, instead of packing my daughter's computer, I decided to put in the daughter of the people that were staying with computer into my partner's bag. I didn't know that at the time, so I'd packed that computer as we're driving over the Crown Range, my daughter said, Mishka said, why is that computer, why have you got a pink computer in your bag? And I said, what are you talking about? And looked down and uh, Tosi said, this is not your computer and realised that I packed our friend's daughter's computer. She has an assignment that was due on the Monday. You absolute helmet. So at that point, there was a, we were running late to get to the airport at that point. So there was a few issues. How are we going to get the computer? We were well over the Crown Range. There's no turning around. Couldn't turn around. We're driving up around the Crown Range. At that point, I started to immediately feel car sick. I'm driving with Tulsi. She's also feeling car sick. We're in the front. We've got the kids in the back. We had to stop moments after discovering, and I don't know whether it had something to do with the fact that I realized that I had this computer in the car. Stopped. Had a quick yak in the ditch on the side of the why did crown you, range. Why did you yak in the ditch? Because I was feeling car sick. Really? At your age, you feel still get car sick? This is what I'm saying. I couldn't tell whether maybe it had something to do with the overwhelming feeling of how I'm going to get this computer back 
in time because the logistics of it were a nightmare. Tulsi then is on the phone. She's trying to work out how to get it. The person can't get a taxi back to take the computer. I realised I've made a very, very potentially expensive problem for everybody else just from me doing the wrong thing. I feel like an absolute muppet. I'm vomiting in a ditch on the side of the road. I'm then We then drive over the top of the Crown Range and we arrive at the airport. Tulsi, by this stage, has been furiously on the phone. She's somehow managed to find someone who can potentially drive the computer back over to Wanaka. But it's complicated. We can't maybe intersect with these people to try and get it to them. It's, it's, a, it's like a taxi service, essentially. It's going to cost quite a lot of money. And then we arrive at the airport. We've missed the people because of the probably the vomiting in the ditch probably held us up by a wee while. So then we've missed the people. We then have to organise for another person. Tulsi's furiously on the phone trying to work this out. I'm feeling like such an idiot. Arrived at the airport. We're late by the stage for the plane. The kids are getting ready. I then go to put the key for the rental car in the drop box, which is at the kiosk outside Queenstown Airport. I know it well. It slips out of my hand in the drop box, falls down, and underneath the decking, which is just around the outside <laughs> of the kiosk, <laughs> I can't get under the decking. I've dropped the key to the car underneath the decking. There oh, is no way of getting in there. You absolute helmet. By this stage, I we're late for yeah. the plane. I have to then go to the the place, the rental car place, and explain to them what's happened. They have to get a person with a drill to bring up the decking timber so you can get the key out from underneath the... It's an absolute shocker. The shocker in Wanaka is very different from the shocker in Rewaka in terms of, I don't know, not as much sort of... <clears throat> illegal substance and you know alcohol and sexual activity but it's i think it's worse it, it's an administrative shocker yeah isn't it, it is really it's like a that. rolling shocker yeah a from rolling one thing into another it's the muppet show it was the muppet show has it's, tulsi spoken to you today or anything she like remarkably that? was was fine with the whole thing right, tulsi she would have loved the challenge of the administration around it <laughs> it was a mess the administrative challenge of getting that computer because then we've got to get on the plane you can't just drop the computer yeah. at a at a at a airport yeah. who's going to look after it and the oh man in the end they, they got back there got back there it got back there the keys got found everything got we got on the flight everything was fine Okay. But oof, I tell you what, I felt like an absolute Muppet. I'm and just you should, going to get over it. You should actually feel like a Muppet. Like you, you have been a Muppet. You've been an absolute helmet. Like you've humiliated yourself. That's embarrassing. Thanks. The Hodaki Breakfast Podcast. It's time to wage against the machine. This is your chance to score cash with the easiest job you've ever had. We announce a daily hourly wage. You get inside the machine, and for every hour you last, we will pay you out that amount. It's a brand new game show we're playing on the Matt and Jerry Show. Let's go to Shannon from Christchurch. Good morning, Shannon. Welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good. How's Christchurch today, Shannon? Uh, Pretty good down here today, mate. This is looking great. Oh, bless, bless, bless. You can get a bit better, hopefully. Okay, Shannon, what's going to happen here is uh, I can tell you the, the hourly rate is $50 an hour today, all right? So what Alrighty. happens is we will start up the clock. When you start off your shift, 
and then every amount that you go through you have to say stop when you're ready to clock out all right and if you clock out before the machine shuts you out then you win that cash but you don't want to hang around too long just in case we shut it down all right okay okay <laughs> okay shannon are you ready to play yes. i'm ready to lock them all mate the clock into your shift, let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the machine. One hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours. Stop, stop, stop. Five hours, five hours. He's clocked up. $250. He's beat oh, the machine. Congratulations, Shannon. There it is. You won 250 bucks. Let's see how much longer uh, your shift could have gone. Oh. Yeah, let's see. Six hours. You did bloody well. <laughs> Two yeah, birthdays. Wow. On the edge of my seat. Jeez, you did well, Shannon. Shannon, you held your nerve. What a great shift oh, from Shannon. I, I was... Uh, yeah. I, wasn't feeling confident for Shannon there for a second. I was like, come on, Shannon. Come on, Shannon. Yeah. Well done. You won $250. Woo! And there's another chance for uh, someone to win Wage Against the Machine. 4.30 today with the big show. Ah, it went well. well. That was tense. That wasn't Shannon. Throw the line. The Holdaki Breakfast Podcast. 11 minutes to 9 on the Matt and Jerry Show. I was talking before on the show how I woke up in the middle of the night. Actually, I didn't wake up. Actually, I did wake up, but I was trying to watch a movie at the time. It was Rocky Five. God, it's a great movie. Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Great movies as are Creed 1, 2, and 3. All of them are bloody great. Anyway, that's a different issue. I was watching Rocky Five for about the 20th time in my life, and I nodded off, and I heard this fracas out on the street. And my son goes to me, Jesus, what's going on? And there was two dudes yelling big, deep, throaty abuse let's fight let's throw down and then there was a smashing sound like a, a wheelie bin got turned over there was something thrown there was a smashed bottle there was it was going down and i had three options at that point one turn up the tv and ignore it which i did for a bit uh two go out and and see what was going on and maybe try and help people and three you know call the authorities so, yeah, as I say, um, I turned up the TV and tried to pretend it wasn't happening, but it kept going on. So eventually I had to go out and, and check it out to make sure everyone was okay. So I sort of thought, I said to Colin, my dog, do you want to come with me? He hid under the couch and I went down the stairs and I went on, out onto the street to have a look to see what was going on. And I sort of hid around the corner and had a look because I thought if these are two really big guys, I don't want to get my head smashed in. And then I looked around and they were tiny. Two of the smallest, skinniest, most unthreatening, wussy guys like Captain America before the serum type situation <laughs> going on on my street. And they were both wearing singies. And look, I my, my first reaction to see this fight was to go up and make some sandwiches and try and sort of fatten these guys up. And uh, so I just said, dudes, could you go and fight somewhere else? Could you just, just run along? And also, the other thing is neither of them had thrown a punch. There'd been, I reckon, 35 minutes of posturing. A lot of posturing. Yeah. And the the other thought I immediately had was, apart from trying to feed them, was what are the chances of those two people running into each other? They were the only only two, for either of them, the only person that they could have ever looked at having a fight with. Anyone else um, would have destroyed either of them. Well, I can just imagine in that situation, I'm I'm thinking if I was watching from across the road. Yeah. Okay. And I I heard the fracas, it's myself. And I saw these two two little guys sort of not actually scrapping but posturing. Mm. 
And then I saw another little guy emerge from outside of the house. Who's the other little guy? Well, that's you. I'm not and a so guy. you arrive like a little guy just arriving a outside guy. with a little dog. I'm not a little guy. <laughs> well, you, you're a, you're not. I'm a pretty big, tough. You're not a big guy though. You wouldn't describe yourself as a big guy. So either I'm a pretty, little guy or a big guy. I'm pretty. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight me. I'm pretty tough. I've probably got a pretty good body. I got a pretty, pretty, pretty tough. I got like, I've got short legs, but I have got a good torso. If I come out, people go, well, he's not. He's what five, like five eleven and three quarters or something like that. Not quite six foot, but has he's got the torso of a six foot three person. No, I discussed this before. You you have you might be five ten, but you give off five six vibes. <laughs> you do. I do not. You do. Mash. You don't know. Mashy. You, you don't know. Yeah, you do. There's I do. No, there's no doubt about that one. I give off shorter vibes than I am. Anastasia. Yep. Yeah, he does. Look, she's nodding. It, you do. You just give off a kind of a five six vibe. What? And it's not like a Jack Russell sort of a vibe, you know. It's like a nothing wrong with it. Just yeah, a just little bit. How dare you? A little bit scrappy at times. Well, well, you know what? You know, you guys may be like about what are you guys about six two or whatever, six three. Yeah, yep. up there somewhere. But you give off absolute helmet vibes. Like you give up, give off like complete and utter muppet vibes. Yeah, but I speak on behalf of Jerry and I when I think I feel pretty confident in saying that we give off six three vibes, if yeah. not more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you do, Mesh. I think you're you give off a six four six. Even 6'5", maybe. You give off a big vibe. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that, though, isn't there, where you give off different height energy than what you actually are. Like yourself, Matt, where you're 5'10", but you I give think off I 5'6". Give, no, I seriously, I know you guys are joking about this, but I reckon we're maybe not, I'm 5'11", but I give off about a 6'4", vibe. No, 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 it's the other way around. We're, we're not joking about this, is you give off a 5'6", five, Firstly, you're 5'10", and you give off a 5'6", no, vibe. It's fun to have jokes with your friends and stuff, but I know what you're, really you're kind of being sarcastic. You mean the opposite, that I'm 5'11", and I give off... Six, seven vibes. No, no, we're not being sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not. Are you? No, I'm definitely not. I can be more serious about this if I tried. Yeah. Anastasia, are you? No, she's not either. So, mm. yeah, unfortunately, you are giving off a much shorter vibe than you actually are. Well, that's disappointing. You're not the only one, though. The Holdarky Breakfast Podcast. 8.57 on the Matt and Jerry Show. That's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Actually, Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He gives off quite a tall vibe. How tall is he? Five, six. He's 5'6". He doesn't give off a tall vibe. Well, know, he doesn't give off a 5'6 vibe. Flea's 5'5". Five five. But yeah. their, dr- their drummer, Will Farrell is 6'4". Um, oh, okay. So actually, do you see them in pitches beside each other? Because he's he's way taller than them. That, that's the problem. I remember Kurt Cobain, he's 5'6". But he gives off even shorter vibes because Chris Novotelich was an absolute giant. Yeah. Like he was um, stand-up. Oh, no, I won't say that. Well, that's like because Will Farrell on drums sits down, so that's fine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's, and if he that, does stand up, work. he stands up at the back, so he probably looks short. So we're talking about people like me that are quite tall but give off a much taller vibe. No, no, no. You're 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 an average height and you give off a short vibe. <laughs> yeah, people like me that that seem tougher and like when people see me in real life, they go, "Oh, you're a bit taller than I expected and quite a lot hotter." Well, that's not what this text says. When I met you at the Crusaders game, Matt, last weekend, you were shorter than expected. See, that's <laughs> yeah, but that's because he expected me to be really tall. No, no, yeah. Chris Parker, the comedian, he gives off short vibes and then he's massive. He's impolitely tall when you meet him, isn't he? Yeah, he'd be six foot two-ish. Yeah, and he, he's quite a big he's quite a big unit actually. Yeah, Guy Williams is also impolitely tall. Oh, well, he is he's tall and gives off a tall vibe. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you some uh, some people here and you have to say whether you think they're tall or not and I'll tell you what their real height is, okay? okay? Are you ready, Jerry? Yeah. You ready to play this game? It's sure. the great height judgment game. Okay. So you say what height you think they are and then whether they give off taller or higher vibes okay. might well be. 
a sh- short vibe. Well, he is. He's five five. Yeah, he gives off a short vibe. Have you seen him in that movie, the um, the other guys? Have you seen that with Will Ferrell? Like Will Ferrell being six four. It's really difficult to shoot those two together. Oh yeah, <laughs> the dirty two doesn't work. How do you tall do you think the lovely Scarlett Johansson is? Oh, she gives off quite a tall vibe. Does she? Well, yeah, not not super tall, but just not short. I would say five seven. She's five three. She is 5'3", Jerry. And what about Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man? He gives us a tall vibe. He looks big. He's a big-ass superhero-looking guy. Short. He He gives off a short vibe to me. He's 5'5". Yeah, he he gives off a short vibe. How's he in shots with Chris Evans? He's wearing a big heel. And and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Because Chris Hemsworth is massive. He gives off a big vibe. You want to be a superhero. If you can be a superhero, one of the ones that doesn't have to be buff. Because, you know, like Hemsworth is just pounding roids constantly to get into that, that, that state. So as Evans, they have to just pound, just absolutely pounding the anabolic steroids day in, okay, day out. Whereas as they mm, just, just <laughs> on the steroids. Okay. But not um, Robert Downey Jr. He can just rock in at 5'5". Five five terrible bod. It's all good. Die Henwood? He gives off tall vibes. He's 6'2", I believe, Di Henwood. <laughs> He's the voice of rugby league in New Zealand yeah. now. Jesus, his commentary is so good for the league on ACC. He's taking up Graham Hughes' mental. 6'2". Oh, Di Henwood. 6'2". Thanks for listening to the Matt and Jerry Show. Have a lovely day today. Podcast will be out around midday. Moist Mondays on the podcast. Moist Mondays. Have a good day. On the you have a great we'll day. see you tomorrow. Please, please, please. Give him a taste of kiwi from me. Ta-da, you shitter. You've been listening to the Matt and Jerry Show Highlights Podcast. You'll also find an intro podcast wherever you find podcasts. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and set to download. And uh, hey, why not give us a five-star review and slag us off? You could win prizes. Bless, bless, bless. Give them a taste of kiwi from me. Are we happy with that? We're so happy with that. Are you happy with that, Jerry? Would it kill someone to bring a bedpan in here at some stage? I need to go wheeze.